So today is Friday the 26th of August 2022 and it's been almost four months since our last prophetic video so on this one I want to share an update of what's been happening since then and what I believe the Lord is wanting to do in the body here in New Zealand. I want to share a recap on the prophetic words regarding New Zealand so far and then I want to share a few words about Auckland, Christchurch and Waitangi but firstly an update. So it was in March this year that the Father began to shift my focus from the public platform here and onto my family unit. And at the time, I didn't fully understand it. I'd spent a good season, six months in fact, of publicly sharing words for New Zealand and wonderful things are coming from it. So to now step back from that public platform and to come and sit at a private table, if you like, it didn't make sense to my natural mind. But one thing I've learned over the years is that the Father will often call you to do things that seem impractical and irrational, at least to the natural mind. And so I've learned to just follow the voice anyway, because we must remember our first call is to God, not to people. Before we try to respond to the need of people, we respond to the one who calls us, to the preparation and the training of the one who's calling us. And so we just follow the voice. And from this transition and intentionally focusing on my family, the Father began to teach me about his heart for us as the body and how we're meant to be a family, not just an army. And it seems that we, the church, have focused so heavily on being an army, on doing spiritual warfare, on learning how to fight evil, all those good and legitimate things that we've neglected how to be family. And recent events and the harsh division has only exposed this. And so we're having to learn how to actually walk with one another, to lay our lives down for one another, and to uphold unity despite our disagreements. Because this is how Jesus is with us. Despite him disagreeing with much of what we do, yet he still walks with us. He still remains committed to us and he calls us in that same way. And so through being intentional with my own family unit, it's taught me more deeply about the Father's heart for us as the body to be family. And then it's opened doors for us to be family with the wider body. And to actually walk this message out, to not just talk about it, but to actually be about it. And it has been phenomenal. So what that looks like in a practical sense is that there are a number of intimate gatherings or home churches that are sprouting up everywhere. And we're being invited to share, to encourage, to equip and to walk alongside some of these gatherings and to walk out this reality of how to be family. And in this, what we've discovered is that 80 to 90% of the people in these gatherings have also felt strongly called to focus on their families, on their marriages or on their children in this season. And so the Father is really doing something special and deep here. I don't fully understand it yet, but it's real and it's beautiful. We're watching marriages heal. We're witnessing reconciliation between parents and children. And we're seeing families grow deeper and stronger. And I believe that all of this is symbolic of what the Father wants to do in His family, in the body, in us. In our last video, I talked about... Who we are becoming is more important than being accurate with prophetic words, that knowing all mysteries yet having no love means very little. And I challenge the Church of New Zealand to look at their heart posture and to think soberly about who are they becoming in this season. Jonah is an example of this. What many forget and what some don't even know is that the book of Jonah ends with Jonah being annoyed at God for showing mercy to Nineveh. The book of Jonah ends with Jonah, he's sitting on a hill, he's mad at God, and God is giving him a lesson on the fact that God will show mercy to whoever he wants. And so it's a very abrupt end to the book. And what it teaches us is that you can be 100% accurate with your prophetic word and yet still not know the heart of your father. And sadly, many today are no different than Jonah. They're annoyed that God isn't doing what they want him to do when they want him to do it. Some are even annoyed at the fact that God desires mercy more than punishment. Now you contrast that with the book of Hosea. For Hosea, God asks him to embody the message, not just deliver a message like Jonah, but to embody the message. Israel had become so hard of hearing that God had to use Hosea to be a living example, a living epistle to become the message. And so he had Hosea marry a prostitute and he told Hosea that every time his wife ran off with another man, he was to go and take her back and love her still. 
So he was to embody a message that God wanted to tell Israel, which was, I love you and I will still pursue you, even when you run away with other gods and idols. And so I believe that we're experiencing the same right now in New Zealand, where God has many embodying or becoming this message of family because the church of New Zealand has become hard of hearing. We've become apathetic and divided. We've idolized institutions and systems and programs more than people to the point that we're even willing to sacrifice and burn people out and even become complicit with enforcing disunity among God's people. We've lost sight of what it is to be family. And so God is calling many like Hosea to embody this message of family, to learn how to love the body as family, not just an army. And we're seeing it firsthand. And so again, I challenge you, who are you becoming? Amidst all the difficulty, who are you becoming? Is your attitude like Jonah? One who can have accurate words, you can have all insight into the enemy's agenda and yet not know your father's heart, but instead be annoyed at your father. Or are you willing to become the message, to take on the nature of your father, to walk like him in this time, which looks like loving your enemies, blessing those who curse and disagree with you, laying your life down for one another and becoming his family. Jonah delivered a message Hosea became the message. Don't just deliver a message, become the message. So that's a bit of an update on where we're at in this journey of family. We don't fully understand it yet, but when I think about what we're seeing and when I think about what's happening in the real lives of these real people, and when I look at the current assault on the family unit, on children, on gender, on parental rights, and the way that the enemy is trying to redefine and destroy God's original intent for family, when I see all of that, I get a feeling that God is doing something deep and mighty here that will utterly dismantle the attempts of the enemy on the family unit. And it's just exciting to be here. Secondly, a recap on the words for New Zealand. So it was in July 2021 that God started started to speak to us about New Zealand and things like the government and the very real corruption and evil that exists. And part of those words talked about three stages that we would move through as a nation, exposure, removal, and restoration. And it's exposure first because you can't remove what is not yet exposed. And so those deeply embedded and even shocking roots of corruption must be exposed first. And naturally, that's painful, even traumatic for some. But it must happen in that order because in order for that to be removed, otherwise it will continue to hide and linger. And here's the thing. If we're wanting God to remove the injustice or the corruption or the unrighteousness in our land, and yet there is injustice woven into the various fabrics of our land like government or health or education or even in the church, if there is injustice woven into the fabric of those structures, then we shouldn't be surprised if some of those structures come down in the shaking. Some of them will have to come down in order to purge out the unrighteousness that has been woven into the fabric of those structures. And in that shaking, it will also reveal that some have had their identity in those structures. And it can be a very traumatic time for them when those structures fall and they can begin to feel like their identity is falling too. Now, hopefully they will be able to realign their identity into Christ, the one who cannot be shaken. And hopefully we as the body will have the grace to walk with those who are traumatized and walk them into that place of maturity and to a healthy place of identity. And again, this is why family is so crucial. So we're seeing the shaking, we're seeing the exposing, and there is huge crumbling behind the scenes. Don't let the current media headlines fool you. One of the dreams I shared about from August 2021 last year was about a stone flying through the air and then hearing the words, the sling has been released. The dream then switched scenes and I saw the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, collapse. I then woke up. Now, at the time of sharing or releasing that word, many laughed and said, that's impossible. She's one of the most famous and loved leaders in the world. Well, fast forward a year to today, 
and she now has one of the lowest ratings according to the official Roy Morgan government confidence ratings. In fact, it's the lowest that it's been in nearly 15 years. In other words, we're witnessing the collapse. Now, that doesn't mean we wish death or destruction for her life. That's silly and foolish and immature. No, we contend for her life according to God's will that none should perish, but that all would come to repentance. But we do contend against the unrighteousness and the point-blank evil that has been perpetrated by her and by her government. The truth is and will continue to come out. You can never keep it hidden. And God will do what he said he will do. And we will see the exposure, we will see removal, and we will see restoration in our land. God does defend New Zealand. And I don't stutter when I say that. Thirdly and finally, I want to share three words regarding three specific places in New Zealand. Auckland, Christchurch and Waitangi. Auckland first. On March the 6th, 2022, I wrote down these words here. The dragon's mouth is trying to bite the stingray's tail. Auckland is being pinpointed as a place to push the dragon's agenda. Discern and be aware of manufactured events where the enemy will create problems to then push a solution, but it is actually their agenda. So that was on March the 6th, 2022. The main purpose of the stingray's tail is protection. So Auckland, you are vital to the protection against the dragon's agenda here in New Zealand. So I want to say to you, be strong in the might of the Lord, step into your unique assignments, embody the message that God has given you, and stand firm. And those of you who carry Auckland in your heart, take this message to the Father and seek Him on it for yourself. Secondly, Christchurch. On November the 8th, 2021, last year, I wrote down these words. Christchurch, you are a city triumphant and emerging from the rubble. It's time to crusade. Heavenly permission and resources have been given to advance the kingdom. The violent will take it by force. You will be decisive, strategic and firm. The wizard was a mockery to the Church of Christ, and he was tolerated by the Church of Christ. No more. Some of you have been waiting for your orders to move. Now is the time. So again, that was on November the 8th, 2021. What I later learned is that Christchurch was the first official city in New Zealand. So there's a sacredness there. There's an honor there. And so I want to say to you, Christchurch, Psalms 24, verse 7, open up, you ancient gates. Open up ancient doors and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord invincible in battle, the Lord of heaven's army. He is the King of glory. So to those of you who carry Christchurch in your heart, take this message to the Father and seek Him on it for yourself. Thirdly and finally, Waitangi. Now in our video from 19 March 2022, I shared a word regarding Waitangi. Now in that video, I didn't have the grace to share the full word, but now I feel I do. And so this is from March the 2nd, 2022. Watch for truth to surface regarding Waitangi, both the physical place and the Treaty of Waitangi. Pray for truth to light. There is much the general public has not been made aware of, much that has been withheld for decades. There has been bribery, deceit and betrayal from some of the Māori leaders, not just the government. The treaty is part of the pioneering and restoring of freedom that the Lord desires to do in our great land. Pray for courage amongst key Māori and government individuals who see the injustice and that they would do what is right and honourable in the sight of the Lord. So again, that was from March the 2nd, 2022. Now, I find it very interesting that this co-governance stuff has been spoken about a lot more lately. So keep your eyes open and pray. And to those of you who carry Waitangi or New Zealand or the treaty in your heart, take this message to the Father and seek Him on it for yourself. I want to leave you guys with three practicals. The number one, Set your mind on the things above and not on the things below, Colossians 3.2.
Don't be so overwhelmed with the screen down here that you miss heaven's screen. And when I talk about screen, I'm not talking about the little TV screen. I'm talking about everything that you see and hear down here. Because the screen down here will try to tell you a vision, television, and get you to react to their facts. But heaven's screen will always keep you on mission and have you responding to truth. Responding, reacting. Truth, not facts, because facts aren't always truth. Secondly, play your part. Play your part. Now, when I say play your part, I'm saying you have a unique mission in this season. You're alive in this time for a purpose, and yours is different than mine, mine's different than yours, and we've all been created for a unique piece of God's great puzzle. And as we each play our part that God has strategically purposed for us, instead of competing and comparing to try and fit into that one puzzle piece that religion creates, no, as we all embrace our unique piece and mission in the season, you will be amazed at the transformation that takes place naturally. Because some of you are called to the government space. Some of you are called to justice. Some of you are called to health, to education. Whatever it is, we need you to play your part and you need me to play mine. So play your part. Thirdly and finally, become like your father. Become like your father. Don't be like Jonah who delivers an accurate message without any heart change. Don't be like Jonah who was annoyed at God for not doing what he wanted him to do. Instead, become the message like Hosea. Embody the message that God has given you and walk like your father who desires justice and mercy, reconciliation and repentance. Family, not just army. So keep your eyes on heaven's screen, play your part and become like your father. Guys, this is one of the greatest hours to be alive for Christ and I'm standing with you all. New Zealand's best days are still ahead for us. God does defend New Zealand and Jesus is King.